Welcome to Talk Tennis, a podcast created specifically for you, the tennis fanatic. Join us each week as we work to elevate your game both on and off the court. We will deliver fresh episodes to keep you up to date with tennis trends and technologies, as well as exclusive interviews with industry experts, current and former pros, and so much more. Here's your host, Michelle. Welcome to Talk Tennis. Today we have play testers around the world. Well, Troy is here in slow with me, and then Jay's in Australia in Perth. Thanks, you guys, for joining. Yeah, what's Thanks up? Thanks again for having us. <laughs> Dream team. Um, today we're going to talk about some of the next gen ATP players' gear setup and what they are endorsing, allegedly using, and what kind of setups they have as far as stringing, as far as rackets. Um, and then even I thought it would be fun to compare to some of the older players that we're more familiar with. So I wanted to kick it off with one of my favorite next gen players is Yannick Sinner. So do you guys want to start with him? Yeah, man. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> the Italian. Yeah. Former, former skier turned tennis. Right? Star. That's probably why I think I like him because I think it's like he's obviously talented, but he also hasn't completely been devoted to tennis. So I find the fact that he's gotten so good so quickly at such a young age. It gives pretty- us it gives us all just a little bit of hope that we can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although, yeah, he's got he's got to you know just like the build, you know, like right now he looks like you know super lanky and like maybe hasn't fully developed, but like just his height, his you know, you need that like limber, like lanky build, speed. you know. Yeah, yeah, he's got the speed. He just hits the crap out of the ball, like he's, but he can be consistent. Like he's, he's just got a, he's got a great game, and he seems like he's got a pretty good head on his shoulders too. But right, yeah. Anyways, talking about his equipment. Yeah, let's talk about some of his gear. <laughs> so he's endorsing a head graphene speed MP racket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as far as far as we know, I mean, uh, we don't know for sure if it's the I mean, it's hard to say with some of the pro stock and all that stuff, you know, but it may it may be like a slightly older version of the speed. But still, from what I've seen pictures of and I've heard, it's still the graphene era of Mm -hmm. speed so that speed kind of beam um not the old like utex speeds which were like thinner beams those were actually more those are actually more similar to like the current gravities but uh yeah one of the speed mps it looks like it's i I believe it i don't know if i've counted the strings exactly but i'm pretty sure it's one of the more open patterns i don't Mm -hmm. know if you've seen it jay i think it's 1619 yeah 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 and i think he's got a head hawk touch in his racket yeah, I think he that's goes full what, bed, yeah, full bed. touch, and yeah. I haven't seen any stringing records from tournaments, but I have seen stuff like on the internet, and that might be one thing that you know you and you gravitate towards. And Michelle, is you guys string about the same tension, pretty close. Nice. Supposedly he strings around like sixty-one pounds, full poly. So let's go. Hey, yeah. <laughs> well, I, and we'll maybe get into it. Maybe we'll see some slimmer similarities between some of these players, or maybe we won't. But like, have you seen any trends with the younger players as far as string tensioning, or or it's just kind of still personal preference? Because that's pretty rare still. I feel like it's pretty rare to see someone stringing that high right now. Yeah. I so. feel like most of the time, most players are around, yeah, between 50 and 55. Like, that's what yeah. I've seen. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I don't think that the newer guys are going that that high most of the time. And I, I mean, I don't know for certain. This is just stuff I've seen on the internet, but I heard it was like somewhere around that 60 pound mark is what he was doing on his his frame. But yeah, it seems like the trend with a lot of the younger guys is I think they're mostly full beds of poly, right? Like what you've seen, Jay, a lot mm-hmm. of these young yep. guys. There's a few exceptions, mm-hmm. maybe a couple hybrids, but it seems like a lot of them are going full bed of poly. Um, yep. Yep. And most of the time, yeah, like 98 and 100 square inch rackets like that's just literally the go-to that that i've seen that most most players are especially the 100 i feel like 100 getting a lot of love like most of the pro players are around the 100 yeah i mean i feel like they were already kind of on the come up with players like Roddick and rafa all the way in the sangha to a lot of the wta players using pure drives you know but mm. then like when the speed became popular just a lot of good 100 square inch frames out there the gravities, um, and then with the 98 head sizes, the blades, a lot of these younger players coming up with blade rackets. Mm-hmm. There's very, yep. very few that are going smaller head size nowadays. Um, not sure of any of the current next gen, but like maybe. The only one I can think of is Chapeau. Yeah. Mm, I think Chapeau, yeah, V-Core 95. I think he's using the SV model, the like the pretty much the original one yeah so they say he's uh, using like an older an older v core 95 but him and then also one that you know it's neither here nor there hard to say for certain but like a player like opelka mm. supposedly using a pro stock you know 6195 that's crazy <laughs> kyle edmund is supposedly using the 6195 um rublev was back when he was with wilson at one point using a 6195 uh pro stock you know that's a pretty common pro stock racket since they kind of took it off the market or out of our possession, you know, racket or whatever, but um, yeah, not too many are, no. you know, smaller yeah, head sizes anymore. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Rublev who is now with head. Let's jump over to that, him and them. <laughs> Let's jump over to him. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Supposedly since he became, a head player and was using it blacked out for a while is using some sort of what I thought is a pro stock of a gravity pro kind mm-hmm. of racket. So yeah, that's kind of the frame he's going with now um, coming over from Wilson, which he was using. He bounced around with a few pro stocks in Wilson, like H22. Yeah. Like I said, six one at one point. Um, and then for string, I think off the, I don't know if I'm recalling, does he go full poly or does he go hybrid now? He goes, he goes full poly from the last time I, I saw. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think he's changed. Well, and based on his player profile, he's using a full bed of adrenaline? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah. Or he Which, was he was when he was at least when he was with Wilson. Okay. I wonder I'm I'm hoping kind of only because I keep talking about how it would be great to see more players using head string because they make good string, but I don't think people like often think about um head strings right away. Um so I wonder what what head string do you think would be the best option for him if he was transitioning out of adrenaline? Of an adrenaline string, he'd probably be uh, good like tour. a hawk or hawk. Yeah, touch. yeah. Link, uh, did you say links to tour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Links to it sort of has that metallic-y feel to it. I think. Yeah, is what Luxon's known for. But yeah, yeah. What did you say? Hawk as well. Hawk yeah, a lot of a lot of the head pro players are using like their hawk touch. A couple using regular hawk. 
another next gen we'll talk about soon uh actually does a blend of two polys oh who's that should we go there yeah yeah go there yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the other italians the oh one-handed backhand italian the Musetti. Musetti. I just yeah. like saying his name. <laughs> so he's supposedly using a head graphene in uh, the current Extreme Tour. So kind of that new, mm-hmm. new mm-hmm. offering to the Extreme line, a more control-oriented, thinner beam version of an Extreme, 98 head size. Um, and he supposedly uh, is mixing, or at least I even seen like a uh, a string tag at one of the tournaments. He was mixing Link's Tour with Hawk Rough. Ooh. Yeah, I like that. Maybe so. I haven't tried it. It sounds good. <laughs> yeah, and it, that's kind of something we could talk about too here in a little bit. But that seems kind of be a a little bit of a trend nowadays. Kind of trending the the poly hybrids. You know, we would have like people on the message boards or on YouTube asking all the time, "Well, what if I mix Hypergy with Torbite or Hypergy with Cyclone?" And you know, and like for the longest time, we're like, "Dude, like stop! Like just use one of the other." <laughs> like it, we kind of kind of became like why are you mixing these polys and then like now the pros are starting to do it and it's like okay okay like i see what you're going for you know but like one of the ones that kind of like triggered me and i was kind of wondering what was andre dome when he used to be one of our sponsored players um he was using torbite forever and he was getting a little too stiff on him and then he tried mixing it and i think he settled on like confidential with torbite and just kind of getting like a slightly different feel yeah but like hey our girl our chris uh Yep, she does ALU Power with Element. Element, ALU Power. I think mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Gael Monfils switched over to that sometime this year. Um, I'm pretty sure Danielle Lau also does. Does she do a poly poly? She, she does gut. Oh, okay, okay. Does she uses gut. adrenaline. Adrenaline with gut. Okay. that's That to me sounds... Casper Rude. Oh, Casper Rude does poly poly. Rude, yeah. He just recently switched. It looked weird in his hybrid, but it, he does the poly tour spin blue. Okay. Yeah. Polytor Pro. Yeah. Oh, with the yellow yeah. or the black? Okay. The the blue the yellow, with yeah. the lime kind of. Nice. Yeah. Well, so maybe like the next gen is bringing us the poly poly hybrid. Yeah, but then you got like Monfils doing it, you know. But you know, he's still you know, he's, like, he's uh, cool he's young enough. at heart. Yeah. He's young at heart, you know. <laughs> but young like cool. uh, Sabalenka started doing it too. I think. Did she? Oh, I, I love think her. She mixes Alu with like Timo or something weird like that wilson was showing it one day okay so maybe that's the new wave you know maybe full poly's chuggy that's <laughs> you beat me to the word <laughs> i was gonna say is it got you <laughs> is a full is a full poly of only one kind chuggy yes yep. the new trend gen x is here to tell us that you should be hybriding your polys <laughs> that's the wave the new wave Oh, that's what we're gonna name this. Jay's episode. like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I don't know what word you're saying. Have you? <laughs> Chugi hasn't made its way to Australia. <laughs> no, I'm not, I have no idea what that is. Oh well, for our listeners that don't know what Chugi means either, it's basically like Gen Z said that um, the millennials were doing these things that were very like basic. And I'm using air quotes for everything. (laughs) And I want to do an episode on like the chuggy things that tennis players do. But like, for example, I mean, like a white claw would be (laughs) chuggy or like, Uh, yeah, yeah, like pumpkin spice lattes. Maybe that's not a big deal in Australia, but it is here. So like a pure drive would kind of be (laughs) chuggy. This is the, yeah, the basic. Yeah. You're not, you're You're, not special if you're. 
Yeah. They're like basic and yeah. We're and I mean like we're owning our chuginess here. So yeah. <laughs> I, I can't believe this. Um, okay. <laughs> I was also going to say, I wonder if there's like a certain point where like the vendors and like the people that help the players get into rackets, like they they like never let anyone else play with the H22 and they're like, nope, no more. This is off limits. Like, and then it just kind of no one ever knows about it and it becomes like an old racket that they used to talk about but it's like no longer allowed which because yeah, when, when you said that it has like to happen at some point right? has to. <laughs> when you said that it center, can't just go on forever right which so it is. Saying, <laughs> it's like they they like just kind of slip it behind the scenes like but when you said sinner was using one of the graphene um speed mps that's what made me think of it it's like Okay, here's your option. Yes, yeah. Because <laughs> when I say the graphene generation speed, it, it like that was when the speed got a little bit thicker, a little bit stiffer. And it's kind of funny because like players like Zverev, Sasha, and like Ash Barty were using speeds pre-graphene, like UTEC, all those original like IG, you know, Zverev was using like the IG or the UTEC 1820. Mm -hmm. way back when when it was like super thin beam 100 square inch super round head well that goes away you know paint jobs and paint jobs and paint jobs later and then they finally come head comes out with the gravity line mm -hmm. and that's basically replicating the old speed mold like they brought the mold back essentially into the gravity line it's just weird how things <laughs> are manifest based on like pro out. player yeah. stuff and but, you know, it's it's cool because then, like, you know, you have, like, your whole, like, the Wilson Pro Lab stuff. You have, like, the Blade Pro, which is essentially an H22, and they're calling it a Blade Pro for retail. Mm -hmm. And more and more of the next gen, and, like, a lot of these younger players are actually using just older versions of the Blade, like the actual retail Blade, like Sisipas and Goffin and, um, you know, Roundage even, even though he's not next gen, like at least there's players out there like still using older blade molds, which is kind of cool. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. All, all of them would be using something that's like, you know, three models ago, three or four models ago, like something that they were using when they were, you know, a junior or like really like probably their, their very first racket that they transitioned to that, you know, like an adult racket. Like the very first one that they transitioned to when they're, you know, 14, 15. They, they'd still be yeah. using that. Most of the time, they would probably yeah. still be using their same, the same one. I mean, it's like the, the most common one that they talk about is Rafa. Using, oh, I thought you were going to say Delpo. Delpo, yeah. Delpo is <laughs> using supposedly some old stretch six one from Europe back 20 years ago or something. But, <laughs> but Rafa, supposedly, you know, his is based off the original APD, no cortex no filler all killer just and then you know they they weighed it up they put weight in the bumper weight in the handle and you know that's what he uses supposedly well, yeah and as tennis players we know it changes hard so we yeah. could, that's understandable oh for sure um who else let's talk about sebastian corda Sebs. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. keep wanting to call him his dad's name. So I have to do like a double take. Oh, what? Peter Corda? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just remember. I just go Sebs or Sebi. That's the easy way to remember it. And then, but sometimes I'll throw out his sister's name, Nelly, because I've been watching her play golf lately and she's been killing it. Yeah. He, he, I don't he's know for sure because I haven't like. case of H22, hey? Is that what <laughs> he's using? Class? The H22? I think, I think so. I yeah. Think so, so case. his is supposedly yeah. the Blade Pro or H22, uh, 18 by 20, I believe. 
Um, and it looks like he's using Alu with gut now, like gut in the crosses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like I looked at pictures from earlier this year mm-hmm. and it looked like he was using all full ALU. So it might have been something that he's done changed throughout this year. And maybe it was like looking for more power fill and maybe he was getting a little bit of arm issues. I don't know. But I mean, I heard when he was training in Vegas with Steffi and Agassi that Steffi was just like destroying him with her forehands. So what? maybe <laughs> or maybe maybe he was just being nice, you know. Oh, come on. <laughs> I know. I know. That's like your all time favorite. So. <laughs> She's the best. So maybe then he was like, I need a little more power to put Steffi away. Dang, like <laughs> give, that? give me the natural gut. <laughs> or maybe Steffi suggested it. I love Steffi. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Or maybe Andre tried to get him to go back to like Kevlar natural gut. Yeah, <laughs> that would be pretty funny. <laughs> but yeah, supposedly he's hybriding now. So he's kind of one of the younger players that's using more of the mature setup, I guess you could say, the Djokovic-Murray kind of setup. Well, and again, his dad comes from the ATP. Maybe his dad's like, no, you got to go this direction. Like he comes maybe from the, the older gen is still influencing. I, I don't know. I'm trying yeah. to <laughs> trying to make something. I mean, he, he is more of like a kind of a flatter ball mm-hmm. striker sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you would think, you know, he want max control. But then again, it could be like an arm thing and feel and yeah. Yeah, for Anyways, sure. He's one of my he's probably one of my favorite of the young guns. And he's fun to watch. I just I always like a, a nice clean ball striker. And yeah, he's impressive. It's been fun watching him. And then I'll then we'll, maybe we'll transition into one of my other faves, the FAA. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard not to like Felix. He uses RPM rough. He's the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Felix is How awesome. How can you not? Okay, so he is using RPM rough. Yeah, as far as RPM boss rough. Yeah, as far as I know, 16 gauge. I think it's got a pure arrow VS as well. Yeah, yeah. So that's one that kind of using an older model, supposedly. Like it's not the pure arrow VS that we sell, the the gray kind of shiny one. It's kind of based off the older pure arrow VS, which originated from the old arrow storm. So it's kind of that thinner beam. Okay. Pure arrow VS with the 1620. Okay. Um Similar to the one that like Jack Sock uses and Stevie used to use it back in the day when he was bad a lot. But yeah, full bit of RPM rough 16. Not for sure on his tension, but yeah, I, was I think sure. it was like in the low fifth, mid 50s, low 50s the last time I was. Okay. Okay. Who else do we have? Who are some of the other up and comers? There's Lucetti. Is there an, an, an center? Is there another Italian? I think I also saw that as well. Yeah. In low 50s. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a couple other Italians. Yeah. What's going on? Italian tennis on the come up. Um, the other one that I had looked up because he was just playing earlier against Nick was uh, Humber. He's, yes. he's a younger player, right? Ugo Humber. Yes. He uses, I believe he actually uses kind of a blade or an older stock blade frame or mold. And then based off of Wilson's website, they're saying that he uses uh, Luxalon original rough full bed. Okay. And not to, this episode will air much later than we're recording it, but this is frustrating. That match got suspended at three all in the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> against Kyrgios. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I didn't know that until just now. Um, yes. Okay. What, what time is the Jay, I think we're losing you, man. <laughs> You sound like a robot. What time's their curfew? I don't know. Do we know? 
I don't know if it's it's so much. Is it a curfew? Uh, (laughs) I thought that's I thought that's why they cut it because they said it was like a local COVID curfew or something. Dang. Um, I think it's a little later than the French, at least. I don't know. Just in time for Nick to go to the pub. Yeah, you can go. I mean, like he he only has to win three games tomorrow. (laughs) I'm not saying that, man. Nick's Nick's talking like he's a changed man. He's. I mean, we can talk about Nick a little bit. He's still kind of young, but like not. (laughs) Yeah, but he's like still like he's acting like he's young. Hey, hey, he's growing up. He's growing up. Um, No, I like Nick. No, I do too. I like him. I, it's tough because I really do like him and I think I like him more off the court and I think I'll like him playing mixed doubles with Venus, but I don't love his on-court antics sometimes. Like uh, when it becomes disrespectful to the game, that's when I get frustrated. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little cringy at times in his past, but, it's but like, I don't, hey, man, I, you don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Nowadays I don't. Yeah. It's like, I mean, we all go through our stuff and have our own ways of handling it. And I'm not always the most well-behaved on the court either. So I get it. It's tough. There's a lot to handle out there. Um, Let the the man live his life. Let him live. (laughs) Do do we have Jay anymore? I think we lost Jay, which like maybe then that means this is perfect way to end this episode. (laughs) Jay, (laughs) we've got his face frozen on the screen. Man, you guys, uh, podcasting remote can be tough. Hey, days. Oh, he's back. Hey, wait. Ah, <laughs> oh, huge. Sorry. 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 It's oh, okay. <laughs> we were like ending it anyways. <laughs> oh, huge. Okay. Was, your, was one of your uh, mates you uh, playing Call of Duty, man, using up all the bandwidth? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. What's happened? What's happened here? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, what did I miss, though? What did That's I... how it is at my house, man. What, so, what's happening? We were talking about Curious, just like a little side off on Curious. Oh yeah. Oh, great player. So good to watch. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the, the Kyrio setup. Yeah. What's the Kyrio setup? I think Jay's even strung for him before. Hey, Polytour Pro 120. Yeah, he does use Polytour Pro 120, but I think it's like a special, like, Oh, see, like he has a conspiracy about this because the package was probably yeah. different. This is the second yeah. time I've heard this. Hey, yeah. NK Rising. Yeah. yeah. Can't say for sure might get in trouble oh uh, he can't jay can't say nothing nah. <laughs> if we use the word allegedly i heard we're okay allegedly <laughs> him and him and nick are buds did he say you cannot tell nobody bro about this this reel right mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. secret real but yeah supposedly he's using polytor pro 120 but then some people say hey, it might be a softer version or something like that and then his his e-zone 98 like a lot of other pro players is supposedly the older version and actually one that wasn't maybe all that popular other than maybe the fact that some people know Nick uses it under the paint, but they say it's the XI Mm -hmm. 98. Mm -hmm. And from what I've heard, I don't know for certain. I don't know if Jay got his racket and threw it on the RDC machine, Mm -hmm. but like supposedly it's not far off from like stock as far as weight goes. I know he puts a leather grip on it or Yonex puts leather grips on him for him. And he uses a super grab, but I heard that it's not much heavier, supposedly, than than the stock, which you look at the way he swings it and the way he whips his arm, it looks like it's like a fly swatter. It's like well, super, looks well, super it whippy. looks such a lot of racket. Yeah. yeah, it looks super whippy. I think I remember, and I might be not remembering this correctly, but when I had a chance to chat with Leighton Hewitt, I think he was saying that his son actually grabbed um, Nick's rackets at one point and was hitting with them because 
they've trained together and stuff. And it, that would make sense because his son is still quite young. Maybe he's like 15, maybe 15 now, maybe 14, but that would be. And I think that's why his son ended up going with the rack. I mean, like he stuck with Yonix because his dad used Yonix and all that, but I might be making that up. I'll have to go <laughs> reference myself, but that would make sense if his racket, like if Kyrgios is not using anything too crazy. I think anyway. that's also why like Kyrgios doesn't like playing on clay. I think that's what I've heard that like, he's not a huge fan of clay because he loves his rackets so much, but it doesn't have that much weight behind it. So when he's playing against, you know, like these heavy hitters on clay and you're grinding, yeah, he's just getting pushed around just a little bit from his racket. That makes sense. Yeah. Are there any other like conspiracies on gear or any uh, setups that you have like no clue what they're using? More string than, I mean, rackets are probably, or more rackets. Sometimes people use blacked out rackets. I was going to mention um, other players just off the top of my head, like Tiafo is Yonex, but supposedly he's using like the dual G or yeah, one of the older 97 mm-hmm. V course, the dual G or something like that. And he uses full bedded Polytor Pro, um, but I think his is one of the 1620 patterns. And then there was uh, Chung that was playing with the V-Core Pro for a while. And his was his was kind of weird. I don't know if we talked about this before on the podcast a long time ago or something, but like supposedly he was using one of those older model V-Core Pros, like the dual G with the 1620 pattern okay, and the shared holes, but he would leave off the top shared hole. So it, he like oh. would like string it without that top cross. So it was like a 16, 1619, but not by design, but based on... Hey, maybe his stringer just that gut that gut just kinked, man. You know, and he just had to leave off that last crawl. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe Jay struggled close to home. <laughs> yeah, I was like, whoa, deja vu. <laughs> Another player, um, Poprin. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a head yeah. guy. A little bit of Aussie he's Australian. Here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's like yeah, supposedly he... the modern player yeah. using the old school stick, right? He's prestige. Yeah. yeah. Or no? Yeah. Prestige. Yeah. Um, I think he's like the, like the PT57A like pro stock yeah. racket. That's pretty much the H22 from from head um, in terms of like popularity. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's like the opposite where he's gone more of an old school classic feeling racket. Like the same the same mold that like Murray uses and Quavos. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Tommy Haas, like old school. Geez, you know. Mm. But he goes nice. full poly. He goes full poly on it, right? Like four G or something. I th- no, I think he goes um, hybrid, like natural gut and and four G crosses. Okay. From last time I saw as well. Yeah, I think it might have changed. Yeah, but definitely four G in there. Yeah. And then there's the uh, the young Spaniard. I'll, I call him Alcatraz. Al- <laughs> Alcaraz. <laughs> What's yeah. he using? He actually supposed well supposedly he's using the actual pure arrow vs the newest version okay so the sort of 2020 or 2021 whenever it came out the newest pure vs with a little more pop a little stiffer beam than the older pure vs 1620 yeah and it looks like he's using rpm blast in a full bed nice but that kid likes to rip it i mean don't they all <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no one really is like jumping onto the scene and they're like i like to counter punch at least in my opinion i haven't caught up with all of them but they all seem to rip the ball so big ah <laughs> oh, another one of my favorites um karatsev as oh in. yeah oh, i mean he's not necessarily oh, yeah, next yeah, yeah 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 um 
But I'm like massive fan favorite in the in the office now. We're like we just get behind him purely from that Oz Open run. Oh yeah, um, I love him, man. He's so good. <laughs> he would get he would get along with Playtester Sage on that one. Oh, like, me and Sage, me and Sage have a thing. He's like a super huge fan, and I'm like, uh, he's just having his little like five minutes of fame. But you know, he made it like I was telling him like in baseball terms. I was like, he made it up to the majors for like a couple months, but he's gonna go back down to AAA pretty soon. You know? No, I hope not. That's such a good <laughs> run. That was such a good run. He played so well. Oh. Yeah, until, until my boy Sebi Corda beat him in the uh, what tournament was that? When Sebi had a run, was it Miami? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah Miami. Yeah. Se- Sebi taught him a lesson. The young twenty, the young twenty-year-old baby. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jay's like, oh god, this this could be. This could I want to hear. Yeah, <laughs> I want to hear about my boy. <laughs> but yeah, he he's on the prestige as well. I think he's got four G in his racket. He does okay because I thought it was like a white looking string, and at first I was like, if if it's a white, it looked white to me, and I was like, I wonder if he uses like just head hawk, like the original hawk. I was like, man, no one uses that string. Oh, he might do, but it might. I, it might th- be. I thought it was four G. It might be from yeah, but it looks it looked right. white on TV. That's something that. worth looking into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, so prestige with full bed of poly, so. That's uh, I'll beat it. That's the thing, yeah. <laughs> that that full bed. He's. I was just looking at his age, though. He's not like next gen per no. se. He's, he's like, like he's like journeyman, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's like getting up there in the twenties. You know, I was trying to see how old he was. He was twenty seven. Time to shine, dude. <laughs> Let's go. Some of the players you've hit with Michelle, you hit with Tiafo <laughs> at BMP. You hit with uh, Damon Hour. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I love, I, yeah, both guys, awesome, awesome dudes. And I know for a fact, Damon Hour uses the 4G rough as a full bed for, for the string. And he's in a another blade, blade user. Yeah. But blade. he actually, his racket, I'm pretty sure, is not actually a retail blade and not shocking. And not, <laughs> and, well, and, and not, what? and not, also not a blade pro. Okay. Not, not an H22. This is a for, scoop. <laughs> supposedly it's based off and it's also a racket that some kind of similar to some of the wta girls use um one of the old steam series mm. so oh. there was like like i know halop and svitolina both use uh like a pro stock of like the old steam 99 not the s but the old steam 99 mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then um Ostapenko uses like a pro stock of the old Steam 100, mm. which kind of was like a rare rack. And it was like that first gen Steam that had like the blue in it. Um, and supposedly Damon Hours is like one of those molds, like the Steam 99 or like the Steam 100. Because it's a 1618 pattern. Okay. And it is it a stiffer? Is it thick, stiff, thick? Yeah, those were a little thicker, a little bit yeah. stiffer. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. A little more along the lines of like a Strike 100 or like a Strike okay. kind of if they had such a thing that makes sense yeah so at least that's what i've seen uh, but you know well all those players you kind of just named are like speedy fast could you use a little extra free power so i could see that in yeah. my opinion yeah a little more <laughs> a little more counter punching going on yeah there. for Ostapenko. Yeah. Ostapenko likes to well on the ball but she does yeah 
you know what? I don't. Who else is my favorite player right now? I don't even know. I mean, like you're you're a big CC Paz fan. Like, I I, I no like that long wavy hair. It's the hair for me. And, and when he when he got taken out by Big Foe on the come up the other day, you were like low key sad bear. I was like so sad only because I worry about his mental health after losing the final of that French. That was he, tough. Uh, and then. Like losing first round of Wimbledon, that's devastating. Like he's, you know, he's still sad. I'm still sad, but I do. I'm still, don't get me started on sad. I was jabbering you earlier about messaging you earlier about <laughs> my P, like our PTSD from Rogers 2019 serving 8 7 40 15. I can still remember the day. <laughs> Jay's crying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's sad. Okay, that's sad. You know, that's one of the worst losses of all time. Right? right? I remember what I was wearing. Is that weird? <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember like the exact moment. <laughs> like, oh. I remember what I was, uh, where I was, what I was wearing, what I was eating, what I was drinking, the text <laughs> messages I was sending. <laughs> I remember turning it off. I remember turning it off when when Djokovic broke back at that final. It's weird how like those weird events in tennis, like this is like maybe not as like, it's definitely, I don't know. It, it, was, it was just a weird event where like when Djokovic hit the ball at the mm-hmm. the line mm-hmm. judge or the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I remember being mm-hmm. at my dad's house, like in the living room, we're just like watching it on the weekend. And it's like, what the hell just happened? Like we yeah. went from like him rolling in the match, kind of like getting momentum. Like, okay, this looks like Djokovic probably going to make a run. He's probably the favorite at the US Open. And then like five minutes later, he's done. He's oh done, done. We gotta you do know? an episode so with crazy, like right? losses that sit with us to this day. <laughs> yeah, so many, so many good times, you know. <laughs> but, that one that that one uh, Curios Fed we'll Miami match when we were at oh, the, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. old Tap It Brewery. <laughs> we were watching on the big screen outside. That was pretty fun. That was fun. We're just gonna have to come here with chocolate, just yeah. you know, <laughs> a bottle of wine, and we're just gonna have the most like. Yeah. low-key depressing but super wholesome episode yeah. well i was gonna say late earlier in that year was the year that roger beat rafa so not sad for me but very sad for jason in our office because sad one, yeah, for rafa. uh i just remember texting everyone and everyone in california was asleep and i was like you guys said you'd be awake i was up the whole man <laughs> Anyways, I think this is a good place to end. We, we've definitely tangented on, I don't even know if that's a word, but we have gone on several different topics. <laughs> so basically what we discovered is the next gen is, you know, more than it's, likely, you know, using some sort of older retail, maybe a couple <laughs> pro stocks, couple, you know, co-poly on co-poly hybrids. Yes. Full mm-hmm. beds of poly mm-hmm. might be chewy nowadays. Yeah. That could be a whole episode topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're we're making chuggy happen in the tennis world and full beds of poly are chuggy but poly on poly hybrids like they better be two different polys not just different gauges those are in those are trending <laughs> you heard it here first That's the wave anything else any other setups any other setups jay what's your current um racket of choice and string setup or yeah, going with the pro staff at the moment. Oh, what? Just, I thought it was last yeah, time. I think the last we checked, it was Ezon, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't end. It's just a constant. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Is it the, you're using the ninety-seven V thirteen? Yeah, yeah. Not the RF. Just the yeah, the full yeah. Not standard. A little, little bit of weight. A little bit of weight, or 
Oh, so much weight. It's basically an RF. I think like, <laughs> I, I weighed it up and I think it was like uh, 353. Oh, grams. Yeah. Yeah, grams. Strong? Um, I'm strong, strong. Yeah, strong. That was strong. Yeah. It's pretty close because like uh, yeah. RS 340, then you add the string, yeah. you're at like 357 or something like that, 356. Mm. Whatever, yeah. 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 But it's, it's nice because I've done that. I've waited up a pro staff 315 before, and it's nice how you can kind of doctor it up and control the swing weight, put a leather grip on if you want. That, that's why That's why yeah. I've done it because I, nice. I, I love the stability and the weight of an RF97. It's just like I just want to tailor it so it, it matches me. So just go down the, the yeah. level in weight and then make it your own. Nice. So, yeah. What's right. strength? But yeah, alley, alley power spin in there at the moment okay yeah yeah because that's like i know that you guys have had that for ages um yeah. but like yeah we, we've barely had that here um well, you just barely recently so, got it yeah yeah i asked for it actually <laughs> just like yeah if we could start stocking that here it's in got a, it's got a so, well the last i recall it kind of has a soft feel to it yeah it's super nice it's like it's so it's such a easy string on the arm i had no issues and it's just like heaps of spin. Like it, it's almost like exactly how you would think it would play. It plays like there's no surprises or any subtleties in there. So, yeah, that's what I'm going with. Yeah. Are you guys on the same? What are you, RF, Michelle? RF, RF, tried and true. RF 97. I haven't, yeah, I haven't been able to change it. I've been testing a ton of strings. So I haven't even been able to, like, none of my rackets have my string of choice at the moment, but it would probably be. Oh, what strings? What, uh, what string do you got? Um, I've been testing a string that's coming later in the year that I cannot talk about, but it's a new poly from a brand that we talked about. <laughs> That's big. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm also testing. There's a new Babylon experimental string that's getting out there. I don't know if you guys have gotten it yet. And if not, we'll try to send you some. Um, so that is in one. I also have Vocal Power Fiber Pro, which is a multi in two rackets, two different setups. One's pre-stretched. Um, yeah, I'm kind of craving um, some time back with a string of choice, like a Hyper G. But for now, we're putting in the work with some other strings. Oh, and I still have like a like a Prince Pro blend in one of my rackets, which I like. Troy, <laughs> where are you at? Pretty much been just like bouncing between a few the few Yonixes. So the Ezo 98 Plus is kind of like my fallback with like Hyper G or Torbite or Confidential. So I pretty much bounce around between like three different Yonex rackets and three different Selenko strings. I love <laughs> it. But that, that's a good setup for me. Um, just got tail weight to it, but it plays pretty nice. And then um, I also like the new Vcore 95, which I talked about recently on a PIX podcast with some weight on it. And that one's strung up with uh, Torbite, I think right now, low tension, like 45. And then... Um, also kind of revisited the old Vcore Pro 97, which I hadn't hit in a while. And it actually kind of did what Jay did is I went with the lighter one, the 310, and doctored it up with a leather grip and kind of threw the weight where I wanted to because the 330 felt good. But like I kind of got used to the lighter rackets when I switched to the Ezo 98 Plus, kind of mm -hmm. whippy, mm -hmm. kind of tweaked my forehand a little bit, got a little more, try to get them all curious going on there, you know? Yeah. So I just went a little bit lighter and kind of doctored it up and, uh, yeah, so those three Onyxes are nice, but there's a lot of good sticks out right now. Cool. Well, that wraps up another fun episode. We're going to leave it at this because we could keep talking about moments, but <laughs> we'll just have to uh, find another time to record.
So thanks you guys for joining. Always appreciate it. Always have fun chatting with you guys. And if anyone listening has any questions, you know where to find us. Uh, You can email podcast at tennis-warehouse.com and we'll talk to you soon. Happy hitting. Later days. Yay. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you download your episodes. And be sure to visit our websites for all of the tennis deals at tenniswarehouse.com, tenniswarehouseeurope.com, and tennisonly.com.au. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next time, happy hitting. Happy hitting.